Hey, listener, are you happy with your current chicken wings? Do you wish you had something a little saucier? If you answered yes, then it might be time for you to break up with your old chicken wings and get a new honey. Lemon pepper wing from Popeye's. Share the wings with your friends so they can see it's time to move on, too. Head to Popeye's and get six-piece honey lemon pepper wings for $5.99. At participating U.S. restaurants, price may vary. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On our episode today, myself and Tommy Dreamer dive in to last night's NXT, especially Gigi and JC. And were they a little impatient with that story? on Tuesday night's NXT. Also, Mickey James talks about the match that Mercedes Money had this past Saturday at New Japan. And could we possibly see Mercedes and Mickey in the ring in the near future? Also, we sit down with WWE Hall of Famer Beth Phoenix right now on the Busted Open Podcast. Gigi and JC Jane. We saw Gigi show up uh, and get you know, obviously involved in the end of the match last night with J.C. Jane and Indy Hartwell. Um, I thought a little bit too soon. I understand they're building towards what we're going to see at Stand and Deliver WrestleMania weekend, but we got five more NXTs before we get to that show. I thought it was a little bit premature. I would have loved to have heard from Gigi where, you know, again, maybe get some sympathy on Gigi. Maybe there's a little self-doubt with Gigi. Because, again, we don't have a reason to cheer Gigi. I mean, other than the fact that J.C. Jane attacked her, we don't know emotionally and personally why we should get behind Gigi. They could have used these next couple weeks while Gigi's been out to maybe do some promos to get us ready for when she did finally come back that the fans would be behind her. In my opinion, I thought a little premature having her come back last night. What do you think? Uh, I could see your point. Um, when I was watching it, I was, again, the crowd was, hmm. And I said, rightfully so for this match, because we've had um, Indy. Indy isn't the beloved Indy Hartwell that we had before. No. She has done some heelish stuff. She's kind of a tweener leaning towards being uh, a heel. So I was like, why would you put this person who the fans are indecisive about against JC, who instantly became one of your top heels? I would have put her against a beloved figure in the women's division. I don't know who that person is, though. And that could have been the conundrum. And the match was fine technically. But the reactions they were getting because, hey, I got this hot heel. I want to put her against somebody who just the fans adore and have her beat the living crap out of each other. I mean, out of her. And then if you're going to be bring Gigi back, you bring Gigi back 
that way. They reacted on Gigi's return like they should. And yes, I get that they have five weeks, but a five-week build because we're going to have to hear Gigi's response. Yeah. And then we're going to have to have some sort of confrontation if they're going that route. The cool part about what's going on in NXT, they have a lot of women who are being positioned for a top spot. You have Roxy. And I love the explanation, which these are the little things that matter with Zoe Stark, because I'm a Stark mark. Zoe Stark says, why does this woman get a title shot? Why? Because she books her plane ticket, because she's training with her, blah, 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 blah. And even Mackenzie sticking up and being like, yo, it's because she's a legend and, and Zoe not caring. But what I'm saying is they're positioning a lot of women to be top acts. You have Roxanne Perez. You have Zoe Stark. You have JC Jane. You also have Indy could be in that spot as well. Yeah. So you have four women, right? And then once here comes Gigi, Gigi and JC have to fight each other. Zoe wants the world title and you could, and you also are building other women, which is excellent. They're really, really doing a good job that way. But listen, you were there. I was there. Jordan Grace is the number one baby face in Impact Wrestling until she faces Mickey James. Why? Because they have an emotional investment in Mickey James. Mickey is always like everything that she does. She's been, she always, the crowd loves her. She has that, that way about her. If you have that person and Mickey can lose a million matches. Mickey's been winning a lot of matches. But what I'm saying is if you have people that would have loved to see this person, because it was also kind of, it, it was a match that was built from last week, but it was kind of a cold match. And it's also, if they don't really care about the one girl, why are they going to care about the other girl? I agree. And that, and that was the problem with the match, but I would have loved had, you know, Gigi Dones at, in, in her home, in her apartment. And NXT goes to her apartment to get her response to what JC Jane, we heard from JC Jane last week in the ring. So maybe get Gigi's response. And again, that's how you start building her as a baby face. Like, you know, she could talk about that, that the relationship th- that they had, that they, they had a sisterhood between each other and she broke that sister. Like, give me a reason now to get behind Gigi Dolan other than the fact that she just got attacked by JC Jane. There needs to be a little bit more. I, again, not a big deal. And again, I know time is of the essence because you're building towards the big show, WrestleMania weekend, but emotional investment. Bully and I talked about this a lot yesterday about emotional investment. I wish there was just a little bit more than just the fact that toxic attraction broke up. Dave, um, Ric Flair in traction when that old school, how they used to be in traction, uh, talking about what Harley race did to him. Yep. Don Carnoodle sitting at home with his parents and introducing his, this is my brother. You may know him as this, but that coming, I mean, because we watched a woman, uh, when you say got beat up, she was assaulted and talking about like, Hey, like all these things are happening. I don't know what to do. Make her the victim up until now the victim's going to come back and fight. And that is a, a great way. And, or the other route, have her interview, a heartfelt interview, like, hey, you know, I, I was kicked in the face so hard. I have blurred vision. 
I have, you know, all these different things going on with me besides being emotionally hurt. And like, I don't know when I'm going to return. And then you have JC come after watching that and mock the person. You're also mocking a person that's not there. You're, you know, how many times do you all say, oh, computer uh, keyboard warriors, because they make comments when you're not there. That's what JC could be doing to, and also there's that personal bond, but that's what yeah. JC could be doing to her friend because she knows she's not there. And it's like, you bitch, I cannot wait to see Gigi come back and kick your ass. It's too late now, but it's that emotional investment that you need that's worked for years. You know, Dusty Rhodes getting, you know, burnt or Dusty Rhodes doing all these different things and not being at television. And yes, the first time we hear from and they are at their house. Why? Because, hey, they're for real, I can't get cleared. So stuff like that works. Yeah. And, and, and I love what you just said, because we are going to hear, I'm sure next week we're going to hear from Gigi Dolan and it's probably going to be an in-ring promo and there's probably going to be a lot of yelling, but it would have been a different situation. Like you said, going back to like Ric Flair and Harley race or Don Canoodle, if you went to her house and interviewed her where she was still, you know, she was still emotional about the fact that, like you said, she was assaulted by her best friend and get that emotional investment in her again, but we're all going to be into the match when it finally happens at stand and deliver. I think it would have been a little bit of a better story leading up to what we're going to see WrestleMania weekend. If you think about real life and a couple breaks up, what is every, how do you approach that? Hey, I'm just checking in on you. Hey, are you okay? And that is when a couple breaks up. Yeah. They were they were married together on television. This is a heavy deal where and then, but what do you do? You and how many people always say, Thank you for everyone for reaching out to me. These are ways to get sympathy on your baby face that it, it's that simple. That's how you have to look at these things. And it's just like, huh, wow, I can't wait to see that person come and kick that person's ass or then it's like, yeah, well, they broke up, but wow, look at her now, you know? So, and, and we'll get those look at her now moments, but you, you can't, once you make that comeback the way you did, there's no coming back. So yeah, it's, it. it's, it's already happened. Anthony Smith on MMA today. I think Yair's earned it. I've always thought he was fantastic. I've always been extremely impressed with his game. I got a lot of respect for Josh Emmett and he kind of dusted him. He looked fantastic. So just his performance alone made me want to see him versus Volkanovski. And it's been a while since we've seen anybody in that division really make you like yearn to see someone versus Volkanovski because you just assume like, well, Volkanovski's going to thrash that guy. MMA today, Tuesdays through Thursdays from 12 to 2 p.m. Eastern, only on Sirius XM, Fight Nation, channel 156. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. 
So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. The best part of spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. It's time to switch to Mint Mobile. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited-time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for $15 a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash busted open. That's mintmobile.com slash busted open. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash busted open. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factors, no prep, no mess meals. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors Fresh Never Frozen Meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Treat yourself to restaurant-quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Head to Factormeals.com slash Busted50 and use code Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Busted50 at Factormeals.com slash Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Mickey, this is where you look at Mercedes and you say, all right, where do you rank her amongst some of the best of all time? And I think her taking a chance on herself, where we've seen a lot of wrestlers do this in the past 10 to 15 years, where you're like, you know what? I don't like the direction that I'm going in. I don't like where I'm going creatively. You know, maybe some promises unfulfilled. I'm going to bet on myself. And her going to New Japan, I think, is a great fit because it really shows how good she is in the ring. In that match on Saturday, Mickey, she's been training Lucha style, and she showed some of that in that match on Saturday. Her becoming a champion, her standing in the ring at the end of that show, holding up that championship title next to Okada. Um, I I really feel like now, after what we saw this past weekend, you're going to look at Mercedes a little bit differently. A lot of credibility now that she's a part of New Japan. Absolutely. And I think it was a really, really smart move, too, because you think about it, um, that whole alliance and that it's brought so much more for me. It's brought so much more attention onto New Japan now because they've been this catalyst because they've not highlighted women's wrestling a whole lot. It's not, you know, it's mostly men's wrestling. Um, So for this alliance and with stardom and all that and then to showcase this match and to showcase this whole moment, I just think it's done great business all all around you know and for her to we all go through those moments I think in our careers where we're like uh I don't like I'm don't like what's happening or I feel just a bit complacent and I need to change or 
you know, and you just don't feel like you're getting where you want to go. Sometimes do you stay in those moments and you just ride it out because of comfort or do you go like, no, actually I want to step it up and I want to do something else because I'm not happy, you know? So, and I think that's kind of what she's done. And in that she's really just kind of reclaimed who she is and who she's always been. I've always rated Sasha as a star, you know, Mercedes, yeah. money, <laughs> you know, she's incredible. She's incredible. I mean, she's proved that time and time again, she's headlined WrestleMania um, and to put out some of what people call, you know, best of all time matches, you know? So I think for her to then go over here to new Japan and create all this um, rise for even just for women's wrestling and, you know, her and Kyrie put on a hell of a match. And I think that it was cool because it's just elevated women's wrestling in Japan, in my opinion, um, for me. So that's really exciting. It's pretty groundbreaking. No. Yeah, I agree. And there was a really good documentary. It's available on YouTube where she talks about her journey showing up at Wrestle Kingdom and coming out mm -hmm. there and, you know, being in Japan and kind of leaving her comfort zone. And, you know, while she was in Japan, and she got very emotional talking about it. She she received two text messages, one from William Regal and another from Triple H, like congratulating her and mm -hmm. showing their support. So it's always it's always difficult. And Mickey and, and you understand this and Tommy, you understand this as well. You know, leaving that home that you've been with for a while and taking a chance on yourself, but knowing that you have support from the people that you did break away from, I, I'm sure meant a lot to her and probably helped her in that journey in Japan. Dave, she also, she increased her value. And not only increasing your value to the fans, but to herself. And a lot of this indecisiveness, all these stuff like, hey, did I make the right decision will weigh on you mentally. It will challenge you. And when you get to that moment, when you walk out and step back out on that main stage, it gives you that validation. Yes, you did. And, you know, you go through so, so much when you're at that point, you know, point. And though her situation is different, um, but we all have that, you know, uh, a turmoil in our life. Where do I go to get out of this turmoil? And, you know, I'm currently watching, I just finished watching, uh, Broken Skull Sessions, Bailey, and now right after it is Mercedes. Mm -hmm. Everybody has talked about what a student of the game she is and how she studies wrestling. And I talked about my own, you know, little interaction with her on, on a random impact leaving Mexico and bumping into her when she was on her first hiatus. And she uh, was training, right? She yeah, was training. training in Mexico. And I was like, really? When you're not wrestling? And right. there's all this speculation about you. It's because you do something that you love. Um, so she's somebody who has talked the talk and walked the walk. And when you do love it and you do go out there and you perform and you perform to that level, like, and then I told you, like from the Bailey uh, Broken Skulls, I went back and I watched her and uh, Mercedes wrestle, wrestle at that NXT takeover. And I was yeah. like, oh my God, this match is unreal yeah yeah and it was daily like, in my opinion is so incredible as well yes i love her so much but they also Maybe. talked about that close knit relationship they mm -hmm. have with each other and how like when bailey was there to see her through wrestlemania like when right. she was just sitting in the crowd like 
all these moments and, and but but we're we're speaking specifically about uh mercedes even dude changing your name if i could tell you forever for it was about three days how for bubba and i to come up with bully and devon's new names mm-hmm. it was a three-day like everything because like dude how are we gonna like wwe just trademarked our names like all this stuff what are, you know we we've had this name forever blah 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 and that, like you have to like all these things are your, your world sometimes feels like it's collapsing but then how are you going to get out of that and she did with what her work and mm-hmm. she crushed it in the ring she will continue to crush it and then it's like like what mickey said she she's now a made person in japan which you could always go back to she's a made person in wwe the another season of mandalorian is out everything is coming up her which is good and then now there's speculation for what that woman if she says something if she tweets something we're all eyes as what is it all eyes on me mm-hmm. you know she started talking about mickey james people are like oh my god are we going to see this happen her versus mickey james like all this different stuff that wasn't available when you're in that wwe world i feel like right now we have lightning in a bottle uh with mercedes money and you know, she interviewed before the big match this past Saturday. She inter- she had an interview with Scott Fishman. And in that interview, she mentioned, you know, somebody she would love to get in the ring with from Impact Wrestling, Mickey. And she mentioned she mentioned you. And I think that's a fantasy matchup that we've never really seen that. I mean, what are the chances that um, that match could happen right now? I'm always ready to step in the ring with Mercedes Monet. I mean, I think the possibility for that now is probably more possible than ever before, because again, we're talking about like what she's been able to do and now being the new champion. And I think new Japan has such a great relationship with everyone. So she could literally face anyone and everyone. I'm honored that she would mention me. I think that is a dream matchup for me. That's we've never had a singles match ever. And she and I both talked about that, of how we would love to face each other one day. And the stars didn't align while we were at WWE. But now that we're not there and I'm at Impact and she's at New Japan, I mean, I think I would love to have that match. Obviously, I have Masha coming up at No Surrender. But once I get through her, let's go. Like, I'm always ready. I'd be honored, you know. Um, But, yeah. I just want to say congratulations to her as the new champ. I'm really excited for her future. I think, you know, it. she said it best, you got to bet on yourself. And it, it takes real courage to do that. And when you do that and prove to be successful and prove yourself right, then it kind of gives you that power back to go like, you know what? I am, I I do deserve what I wanted and, and what I felt like I deserve. Um. And yeah, and I think that probably, you know, Regal and Hunter, there's always going to be that loyalty, right, Tommy? Like there's always that loyalty and that love because they are who built her, helped train her and develop her and and give her the confidence. And, and you know, obviously it was her drive and determination that made her to the level that she was and made her so good. But it was that system and every and those relationships that she that really helped build her. I mean, she's been in that system since she was a kid, really. Yes. So. Um, very like you also said, very cool that she received those text messages. Mm-hmm. Um, people who 
I always say this, and I mean, you know this, I will be your coach till the end of time. Um, It's a forever job, how I view my relationship with people. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's something that you take with you and forever for Mercedes, you, like Mickey said, yes, she, you know, she did her handful of Indies uh, up in chaotic wrestling area, but she definitely paid her dues through the WWE system uh, to become one of the biggest stars in the industry. And her, you know, her coaches were triple H and William Regal who believed in her. Mm -hmm. And then the fact that she did break away and, you know, all throughout, you know, the time of turmoil within WWE and, you know, there's few, if any, that can really up their value the way she did. And she did. You know, she went the different route. She didn't go AEW. She right. went she went to Japan. And that's well, a and I think that was route. such a smart decision too, because if she would have went to AEW, there's a lot of girls that have gone to AEW and they're doing incredible and it's it's amazing. But this was so different. Um and, and you said it because still, of the lack of women wrestling there. Right. Right. And it's, it's definitely proved that for me. And I think people who are fans of women's wrestling, you know, and now it's opened up the whole multiverse and who's to say in a year, next year's WrestleMania, Mercedes Monet, isn't there with that championship and opening up a whole nother forbidden freaking universe who can, you know what I mean? Like the possibilities are truly endless, but she has to beat me first, honestly. And, and that's a match that, once again, I would buy a ticket to be there. At the Fights with Randy Gordon and Jerry Cooney. Former super welterweight champion turned bare-knuckle sensation. Austin, no doubt trapped. I still have goals and dreams and aspirations in the boxing world. I want to be a two-time world champion. I'm, I'm real close to making that happen. There's a couple fights that are very good that could be for a title eliminator, which all roads lead to Charlo, which I would love a rematch with. I'm not betraying or getting away from boxing, but, you know, let's see what happens next. I have a supposed title shot lined up in the BKFC. Let's see if boxing can match that, you know, or do something close to that. At the Fights, Mondays and Fridays from 12 to 2 p.m. Eastern. Beth, this is a segment that we do with Mickey each and every week called Women of Wednesday, and it highlights women's wrestling. And I'm glad that you you were able to be a part of it because, as you know, women's wrestling has never been more popular, never been more bigger. When you look at some of the top stars in pro wrestling, a lot of them are women right now in, in, in this business. And after watching you this past Saturday in the ring, like you didn't miss a beat. Like how comfortable were you in the ring on Saturday? Well, first of all, Mickey sets that gold standard for just being, you know, for a forever talent in the ring. So he, he sets the bar pretty high for us, uh, other, other ladies that are trying to come back and do this. But um, it was, it was so challenging. Like to just, like I try to put in the time when I can we have a ring here in Asheville and everybody helps me to kind of stay a little bit in the know. But as you all know, um, no amount of cardio, no amount of lifting weights, no amount of like training in the gym can substitute for being in the ring. So I was extremely intimidated, especially to be in there with two talents like, you know, Finn and Rhea that are so firing on all cylinders. And I mean, just at the top of their game that I definitely felt, um, out of my league like I felt underwater and very very nervous to get in there and even Adam like he's you know he works pretty regularly and gets in the ring really regularly and it's intimidating to be in there with him even though he's my husband but 
his experience level and just everything that he's done in his life and his career, I, I, I'm, I was nervous as hell. I did not want to be the weak link in that match because the other three were just phenomenal. And Dominic, too. I got to give Dom his props. For sure. Oh, it's so um, wild to hear you say that, Beth. First off, I'm so honored to have you as Women of Wednesday. And thank you for taking the time and being here because I know you are incredibly busy and you have a million things going on and you mom so hard all the time. And I just love you so much. Um, And I think that you've been a constant inspiration in women's wrestling. And I hope you always get your flowers because you deserve them. And I thought that Saturday you just proved how amazing you are because there were so many special moments in that match between you and Rhea and between you and Adam and just like, it was awesome. It was really awesome. And you guys looked great. And um, it was interesting. You said uh, that you didn't feel like you belong. Cause I feel like I do that as well is because you hold yourself to such like high expectations because of everything that you've been able to do in the, and the careers and the lives you changed and stuff. And it's crazy because I know that in that locker room, there's so many women that look up to you so much and you know, probably come to you, but that we still as performers still feel this insecurity, like, oh man, like what it's hard. It's a hard thing to juggle. Um, but it's just, it's also really cool because I know how special that is to the other talent in the locker room to have you in there with them. You know, I don't know. Well, first of all, I I love that I get to see you Mickey, because I feel like, you know, you and I both have these like very busy lives where we're just juggling personal and workspace and we've done this for so many years so I feel like we can only catch up when it's wrestling related like it's an excuse just to chat and see you um no disrespect to the guys on the call as well <laughs> but you know a female dominated at the moment sorry um but yeah and, and I think like um you know I was really beating myself up after the match because I just I really wanted to I really wanted to be able to keep up and um you know I felt like in some moments I didn't I wasn't there <laughs> And, um, but I, uh, I, I was talking to the revival guys to FTR and, um, they gave me some great advice that I just kind of leaned on. And that's that they said, you know, um, the fact that we are perfectionists, that's why we end up in, in the top of our game in the top of our business being hall of famers, you know, like it, the, the reason we're so hard on ourselves is because we're, we perform at that level and expect it of ourselves. So I was like, okay, mm-hmm. you know, I, I don't want to take it so hard. I want to take it home with me. And, and really beat myself up. But at the same time, like we, we know no matter how good the performance is, we could always do better. And I think that's right. how you can perform well um, for a good long while in our, in our business. Mm-hmm. I thought it was uh, amazing. Uh, it was a simple note on commentary that edge hasn't wrestled in Montreal in 17 years. And I was like, Oh my gosh. And we're talking about moments. And then you have this moment with, you know, He's your husband. He, he's your best friend. But then you go out there and perform against somebody who clearly has stated, like, you're her inspiration. You are this generation. She is this generation's you. And, of course, like we said, there's going to be such high standards. But, listen, I, we were talking about coaches. I've been your coach since day one, and I'll be your coach <laughs> till I can't be around anymore. Your match was awesome. Uh, I shared a, a random Sandman text with Edge. uh after that match, I haven't heard from Sam in about two months. And he's just like <laughs> edge and Beth Phoenix's tag match is one of the best tag matches I've seen. And I don't remember how long. And wow. he was just blown away with your performance. And I know we're talking about the Sam man, but it's like <laughs> for him to reach out 
about that means how mm-hmm. special it was. Um, so, and I get where you're coming from, but your match was, was awesome. And like for everything, like, you know, we've, we're friends, but also like, I, I see how hard you're training at night when, you know, mom stuff is down, uh, you know, just this journey that you've taken just for whether it's one match or a bunch of matches, you, you take this very, very serious because of that perfection. Um, and of course you're going to have self doubt, but you, you shouldn't because your match was awesome. And mm-hmm. if you don't like when you go back and watch, we'll always point out the negative, but if you listen to that crowd, you're, it was all about positive. And you guys did a lot of spots that I will be stealing with Mickey James. Cause I got a tag <laughs> with her coming up. Oh so. yeah. We did so much like mixed tag research and it was such a deep dive. And it was so funny because we're like Googling and looking up all these mixed tags for ideas. And I'm like, we're in a lot of these mixed tags, you know, like Adam and I had a lot in our previous life and previous career. We, we've done a lot of mixed tags. So it was, that was really fun too, that I feel like he and I were, are pretty experienced in that lane. So it was, it was great to be able to share that together and, um, and just kind of see how his mind works. And, and then also to, to lock horns with Rhea, we, you know, I think we've talked about it and there's a lot of pressure attached to that, you know, when you have a previous generation and this generation and, and everyone's like, oh, this is a, a dream moment or a dream match. And, you know, and, and you want to be able to deliver in that moment. And um, it was really fun. We, we beat the holy hell out of each other. And I loved it. You know, like Mickey, as you know, like we're, we're, we come from, you know, our, I feel like our style of wrestling is really physical and, mm-hmm. and we, and I, yeah, you know, I love I love making I love blurring the lines and making the crowd really go, Oh my god, like we know this, this and this might be planned, but in this moment, like, oh my god, they're really beating the crap out of each other. So um it was great to have that physical style with somebody that can bring it and deliver it and, and mm-hmm. it was just it was a lot on my end to get in there with Rhea. WrestleMania's around the corner, Phoenix. Uh we already know Rhea's booked. <laughs> <laughs> you got any, any want to yeah. have any more fun moments out there? A little fire buzzard action. Fire buzzard. Oh, <laughs> I love man. it. I can't. I, Forever. You know, I'll be at WrestleMania and uh, I'm sure Adam will be, you know, factored and featured in. And um, so I'll be there to enjoy. And whatever it is, I, I can say with all my heart that he and I don't look too far ahead, especially at this stage. We don't have any plans. We don't have any, like this is going to be the retirement. This is, you know, we just, we're just taking it one day at a time. And um, when these little opportunities pop up, we're like, hell yeah, because we just don't know what tomorrow brings. And our kids are old enough now that they can kind of process mom and dad really squeezing this for every last drop. So that's been fun too, to show my daughters, like, don't put limits on yourself. Don't, you know, like, you know, don't let anybody dictate what you do in your life or what your future is. Like you, you just do what's right for you. And, um, and I think it's been really fun to do this as a family and it's been neat because now they're in elementary school. So the kids kind of know that, you know, what our job is and they kind of, you know, a lot of them watch the match. And so they're, we're going on Friday to do um, something in my daughter, my older daughter lyrics class to like read some books and talk about our career career day at elementary school, which is pretty wild to me, like to be able to kind of share this with our kids and hope it doesn't embarrass them too much. (laughs) (laughs) Well, well, you know, Beth, Beth, you know, you mentioned and and I'm so glad that you mentioned this word a few times in the conversation. And that is fun, Uh, because I would think at this point, the only reason why you would want to step into the ring after everything you've accomplished is that you're having fun with your husband. 
were you able to enjoy that moment on Saturday? I know you were nervous and you were worried, but were you able to have fun on Saturday? Oh, yeah. And I'll tell you what, I, as Mickey knows this too, because Mickey used to do this to me in the ring. So in the ring, I'm very serious. I don't like to break character. And I can remember so many live events where she was just poking and prodding me and saying funny things to get me to break. He got me a few times. And Adam does the exact same thing. So, like, the grabbing the butt thing became, like, a constant every week. And he's, he's always done this to me, but it was caught on camera. Now it's caught on camera, so he got totally busted. Or he'll grab my butt or he'll say silly things and just try to get me to loosen up and remind me, like, this is the greatest gig in the world. There's a reason right. that we go out there and, you know, we, we go through the pain and the frustration and the, the, the difficult parts to travel and it's because it's the most fun we'll ever have. Like, it's just so much fun. And to get to share that together, he, he's got to sometimes pull me out of my own head. And he does that by grabbing my butt because he knows. That's a real reaction, the, the finger <laughs> Um. So, yeah, I had so much fun, you know, even planning our outfits. It was just like, it, I had more fun doing that than planning our wedding. Our wedding was just in the bag. It's like, if I wear sweatpants to marry you, it would be just as exciting. So this was just like, a lot of fun to kind of like shape the vision for what how we wanted to look and what we wanted to do and really get, get creative together so I had a ball and I had the best opponents in the world and Dominic's the biggest heat magnet in the world so we oh just, my god we had a <laughs> he is a heater he is a heater, He's a heater. You know, <laughs> well heater um Beth I just want to say like how I love you so much but I want to know from your perspective because I feel like because are we been on the same journey for the whole time and, and you've been able to do so much like how does it feel to know like when you're in the locker room sometimes to know that a lot of these women really you inspired so many of them and um to be able to come back and make these moments for them so as a leader uh and as someone uh like that in the business and if there's someone who probably has not had that honor of sharing a locker room with you like if there's a little piece of advice that you could give to someone like that, that's like from that journey of where it all began to all the things that you've been able to do. And now on the other side of it, and now just relishing in the fun of it all, like, is there any piece that you could tell them or even little baby Phoenix? Yes. Yes. Um, a couple things. So first um, I don't think it, it's me or anything about me in particular that, um, you know, that the locker room holds, you know, that I, I was a part of this journey. I think it was us. Like, I feel like, I feel like this little pocket of time where we were branded as divas sometimes gets a bad rap that we were, mm -hmm. we weren't, you know, presenting women in the best way or, or, you know, it could have been better. Hell yeah. It could have been better. Could we have had 25 minute matches? Yes. Everybody at that time could have with the, with the right opportunities. But I think like there, there is a little bit of, um, I think, folks can tell who really wants who really wanted to carry the business forward and who really loves pro wrestling. And I don't think anyone could ever doubt that women like you, Mickey, women like me, we, we just loved wrestling and we, we wanted more, we wanted better. And now I feel like this generation, they, they, we have a whole locker room of girls that are talented, but also just are having a lot of fun and love wrestling and bring a lot of special um, uniqueness, a lot of diversity, which is what we needed too. We needed more diversity. And so I guess my advice would be, and I, I struggled with this a lot as a young talent. I was trying, I was given the feedback early on that Trish is the gold standard for good reason. And be like Trish, be like Trish. So I was like, be like Trish, be like Trish. And I, tr I took that literally 
square peg in a round hole, myself trying to dress like Trish, dye my hair like Trish, work like Trish, and, and it just wasn't me. It wasn't working. I'm not Trish. I'll never be Trish. And once I started letting go of that and just leaning into who I was, which is a bigger, stronger girl, and not being afraid of that, um, I found myself and found my lane, and I started to, to really get my footing. And so I guess I, my best advice for this young generation is it's the most important thing you can do is to to really find who you are and lean into that. Because if it's not authentic, our audience knows. And when it's authentic, our audience comes along for the ride. And you'll just have mm-hmm. more fun when you're being yourself. You'll be your best self in your character's boots when mm-hmm. you're being when you're bringing a little bit of your reality to it. And um and yeah, that's all I could tell you. And stop and take a breath and look around. Because as as I just described, and Mickey knows, sometimes I took it way too seriously, and I robbed myself of a lot of fun and a lot of great moments. So even though it's stressful, even though it's tough, take some time to look around, really enjoy what we're doing. It's fleeting, and as Adam and I know, retirement comes quick, <laughs> and um, and just enjoy these years because it's the best times of our lives creatively, and it's just so much fun. So, yeah, that's that's my soapbox. <laughs> It's like poetry. It's, it's inspirational. <laughs> and, you know, and I think, you know, as you're talking and man, like when you look at the era where you came up in that story about like, you know, you're, you're thinking about, I need to be like a certain person, but no, you know, you don't, you need to be yourself. Uh, but what a gift you and your husband have been given because, you know, you thought this was over and you, you're past this and you moved on and you've gone on to other things in your life. And, and like you just said to, to Mickey, like you didn't enjoy it as you should have because you were so focused. Now you have that opportunity. I mean, what a great gift to be able to be able to kind of do what you did, but now enjoy it, have fun with it and to do it with your husband. I mean, how many people that could say they're doing what they're doing with their life partner? And that's truly an inspirational and amazing story. So. Beth, what I need now is that you've wrestled in your Hall of Famer. You put out you put out your own album, which is terrific. Mickey said that she <laughs> listens to it all the time. Now you have to write a book. Now you have to write a book about about your story because it truly is an inspirational one, Beth. Oh well, I, you're being very generous. Thank you. Um, well, Adam and I talked about doing a kids' book. You know, like that's. That's not like a, you know, as a financial move, that's just a personal bucket list thing. Like we'd love to, because we're both, we both like to draw. And I think that we could create a a little story that kind of leans into some of the lessons we've learned as parents, you know, not just, um, not just wrestlers. Right. And I think there's something to that. Once we have a little more time on the table too, we have some thoughts and ideas about doing a little kid's book, but, um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I know that I'm, I know Adam's, plan includes adding a, sec- a second autobiography and he's got such stories to tell so I don't know how that I don't know if I could contribute a couple stories to that or if we just go in the kids book lane but it, it would be nice at some point when we're sitting home and like all right we're not wrestling anymore what are we gonna do you know to to kind of get into that realm I'd, I'd love to do that and um and yeah and I just I'm so grateful to be able that you know Adam's second chapter like I I had no delusions of coming back and having this you know run post babies, post everything. I wasn't, that wasn't really on my mind, but you know, these little opportunities getting, you know, getting to do the thing with Randy, getting RKO'd and getting to work with Maddie a little bit, these little like nuggets that I've gotten along the way have been the, some of the best moments of my career. I just had so much fun to get to contribute late in my career to, 
to this and um, and just share it with him. He's been so generous to me, and every time we're out there, he puts me over to the moon, you know. And so I I, I genuinely am grateful for everything Adam's given to me too, because I mean it's 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 like I'm a compliment to a lot of his story, and so it's been really organic and just lots of fun. Yeah, wow. um, Beth, thank you so much for the time uh, this morning. We really appreciate it. And again, congratulations on everything, especially what we saw this past Saturday at Elimination Chamber. And, you know, you have a lot of chapters in your story still able to tell. So we're looking forward to seeing what those chapters are going to be. Thank you. So nice to catch up with you guys. Nikki, I love you. I want to give you a big, big, giant hug. I'm virtually hugging you right now. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. Thank you. I love you. Thanks to to Beth Phoenix. Busted Open is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. If you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, please give a five-star rating and leave a review. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcast. Catch the full three hours of Busted Open Monday through Saturday at 9 a.m. Eastern on SiriusXM Fight Nation, channel 156. Go to SiriusXM.com backslash Busted Open Trial to start your free trial today. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.